I'm Melody. And I'm Robin. Ah, we tricked you guys. <laughs> but today we're talking about giving yourself what you need. And often we're told that we should be doing specific things like eating a specific diet or exercising a certain amount of days or getting into certain hobbies, doing certain things with your career or whatever, hitting certain milestones by a certain year. But we wanted to talk about giving yourself what you need in the moment and not taking into consideration what other people think you should do. Yeah, so in our case, it's more like prioritize yourself at times and not everyone else. Um, I know some people, like their personality is just that way, but we really should take some time to do things that we want to and not worry about other things that are happening in our life. There's a quote that says you can't give from an empty cup. And that is so, so true. So if we're not doing anything to recharge or to refresh ourselves, there's no way that we can give to other people. So even if you feel like you're the most selfless person in the world, you need to take time for yourself and learn to take time for yourself. So that way you're better able to give to other people. That was said perfectly. Um, Well, thanks. It was. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so like, Even if it's just, like, five minutes out of your day, do something that you actually enjoy and don't make it forced. Just, like, even just going outside for a little bit if you like to do that or, you know, little things that can just make you, like, better as a person. Because, like Robin said, if you're, like, bettering yourself, you can better others as well. But if you're just bettering others, you really can't, like, grow yourself. Well, eventually you're going to crash. If you're just giving, 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 eventually you're not going to have anything left to give if you never never work on giving yourself what you need to. And I think this ties into people say, like I was saying with the diet, right? So people are like, oh, you have to eat this. You have to eat this. Like, don't eat sugar. Don't eat sweets. If your body is telling you that you want a sweet, just give in and eat it and you will be happier. There are so many studies that have been done that show that when you deprive yourself of something, you end up just doing it in excess. So if you're like, oh, I'm not going to have sugar and you just deprive yourself, deprive yourself, even though you actually want it, eventually you're just going to binge eat sugar. And that goes for anything to an extent. I mean, of course, there are healthy or not healthy, but there are negative things that you should not give into but overall listen to your body listen to what your heart is telling you if you want that sweet go ahead and have that sweet if you feel like you need to go outside go outside if you feel like you need to call someone call someone you know and I think um taking breaks is really important too to listen to yourself and listen to your intuition your body what it's telling you so taking a break um I know we have talked a lot about the hustle and like productivity and how that's so important in the U S we value that so much, but you really need to take a break too. So maybe during your lunch break, you have just 30 minutes to yourself or at the end of the day, you just do something to unwind on your own and just doing what you need to do for yourself. 
Well, I mean, it also goes along with, like, if you do things like cold turkey. Because, like, with the sweet thing that you mentioned earlier, I mean, if you really are just going to say, no, I can't have that at all, like, of course you're going to want it. You know, that's like anything in life. If you're not allowed to do it, you want to do it. It's just how our minds work. But, um, yeah, you should definitely take a break here and there. I know, like, everyone's usually go, 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 especially in, like, a job or something. But really, like, it's good for yourself mentally, physically, emotionally even to literally just, like, take a second, take a breather, and just, like, sit down. Enjoy the moment, you know? You don't always have to be rushing and, like, doing everything, like, a to-do list all the time. Which I totally get it. I am like that. But you really should take the time for yourself. Yeah. When you were talking about when you tell yourself, no, you can't have that, you're just going to be thinking about how much you want it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the brain can't process negatives. So if you say, I can't do this, or I'm not going to do this, or don't do that. An example is, when we're preparing for the podcast, <laughs> um, we were talking about how both of us say filler words a lot, like like or you know or um, um, things like that. Yeah, so we were thinking um, – there, I just did it. We, we were thinking of ways we could remind ourselves not to do it, and the brain does not process negative. So if I tell myself, don't say like, don't say like, don't say like, the only thing I'm thinking about is like and saying like so what you have to do is frame it in a positive way to say I'm going to take my time and pause before I speak something like that to remind you what am I going to do instead of what am I not going to do so with the sweets you could say I'm going to choose what my body wants (laughs) or like (laughs) I'm going to choose fruit and then see if I still want a dessert something like that yeah it's more of like a almost like a pick and choose situation because yeah you don't want to like stop everything like I said but you also don't want to overindulge yourself you know it's more of a balance you know for certain things um like you you know I can maybe do this workout but also I can you know have a little sweet thing because I did that you know it's kind of like a little treat for yourself if you like you know, didn't want to do something and you're like, well, I did it. So I'm going to take this second to have my little break, like we said, and get my little treat and it's okay. Like do what feels right for you in the moment. It is all about balance and everything. Work-life balance, sweets versus healthy balance. I mean, everything. And when you were talking about rewarding yourself, it reminded me of when we're kids and we get rewards like from our teacher or from our parents for good behavior, we should still be doing that now. Like, yeah, I work out every single day this week, for instance. So, yeah, I'm going to have a cupcake or, you know, I've been working really hard on schoolwork for the past week or so and so I'm going to reward myself with a Netflix show or however that looks for you I think it's so important to reward yourself a planner that I was looking into a while ago had rewards built in for every week 
So like a, a section that you would write how you're going to reward yourself if you accomplish all the tasks that you meant to, to accomplish. And I know that kind of goes against what we were saying earlier with the checklist and not always focusing on the task that needs to be done. But when there are things that need to be done, rewarding yourself is a good way to treat yourself, so to speak, <laughs> and really fill your cup back up. Yeah, that reminds me of when I was younger in dance because after a long class, like long for a little kid, um, we would get like lollipops or whatever from our teacher. And, you know, it was kind of like a sense of like, oh, I did something. Like, you know, they're like proud of you. They're, you know, giving you a reward, like we said. And, yeah, I feel like nowadays when people are older, they don't think about it. Or just in general when you're older, um, it kind of just, like, slips your mind. And you're like, you know, I did it, but, like, you don't get anything for it, you know? It's more of just a check on your to-do list instead of, hey, you know what? I'm going to go out and do something, you know? Like, something that can actually make you feel like I accomplished something. And I think treating ourselves because we deserve it, like not only because we do these tasks or we did a huge project or we did something amazing, but it's like, I deserve this because I mean, I'm awesome, you know, (laughs) kind of building our self-esteem and our self-confidence in that way and giving ourselves what we need versus looking for other people to give it to us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you're an adult, of course you get, like, the recognition, but it's just a different way when you're younger, you know? Like, you always are kind of seeking this sort of, like, I can't believe I, I don't know, got an A on a test. But when you're older, it's just, like, you know, you gotta think about yourself and be like, you know what? I did that. I'm awesome, like you said, and I should just cherish the moment and, you know, do something about it. Becoming an adult, you're shifting from people are telling you what to do. So as a kid, people are telling you what to do. They're telling you what to eat because they're preparing it for you. They're telling you what to do in school because they're teaching it to you. They're telling you, you know, when you can go out or what what you can do because they're driving you or they're in charge of you. But then when you're an adult, the responsibility turns on to you and you're in control of whatever you do. So I think it's really important to think about how you're going to persuade yourself to do these things and to continue growing and taking time for yourself and making time for yourself because no one's going to tell you to do that. No one's in charge of you or, um, you know, has the space to, guide you I mean you you can still ask for guidance of course but now you're in control so you need to be taking the reins and saying I'm going to do this because this is best for me so we're going to take a little break and talk more about how we can prioritize ourselves what would it look like for you to give yourself what you need right now um like in general I guess you're saying Right now, yeah. Um, I'd say, oh, this is so difficult to answer. 
So when I think about giving yourself what you need, the first thing that pops in my head is one of those like pieces of paper with the cut outs at the bottom and you rip it off because I've seen a meme that had this so it said take what you need and one of them was like a hug um affirmation um rest uh compliment you know things like that and you pull it off well okay if we're saying it like that I'd say like mm, I was gonna say like being with friends but that's different yeah. than what you said, but... No, no, that's... No, those were just examples. That's, obviously, there were other things on there, and it, that could mean whatever it means for you, but I think that's a good one, and I think a lot of people relate to that right now who are not able to see their friends as often or maybe haven't been able to see them since quarantine, so that's a good one. Yeah, because it's been a couple days for me since I've seen them, <laughs> and I really like the... I didn't mean... Uh, but I'm like some people it's been months <laughs> I know I know what you but, meant but it's yeah, just but, like for myself um after like a week of not seeing them it's just like I want to see them again um <laughs> and I can tell they're the same way um because they've said it and stuff um but another thing that I really um need I guess is the word we're using um I would say is just like uh, a hug or like cuddling kind of thing yeah that's what that's, I would say those are really good and it's so important to have a good social support system so I think the friends one is a really good answer too because sometimes we do need people to fill our cups and not in any sort of way that they're doing anything for you except just giving you just being there support yeah just being there for you just you know showing that they care what would you say Currently, I really need a day of doing nothing except what I want to do. <laughs> I need a yeah. day of no schoolwork, not even looking at my texts or my phone at all, like just reading all day, eating comfort food, <laughs> and like soaking in the sun outside. Oh, yes. I um, definitely get the soaking in the sun Because sometimes you just need to go outside and get a fresh, um, I can't talk, um, get a little bit of fresh air. Um, But, like, today, I was wearing, like, my slippers all day, and it was the best feeling ever. Yes. So cozy. Yes. I take self-care Sunday very seriously it's a ritual for me (laughs) so that's one way that I can promise myself every single week that I'm going to do something for me just to make me happy and feel good so I'll always like do I try to do my nails and do a face mask and you know pamper myself in some way and take the time to do that and it really just that's honestly the reason I do it on Sunday is because it sets me up to be excited for the week to come like okay I'm ready I've like had a day to just and it doesn't always take the whole day sometimes it's just a couple hours but it's like I've taken time for myself I'm refreshed I'm pampered and I'm ready to go on Monday that's a good thing to do I never really take a day out of um, my week I really should because it's a good way to 
um, kind of just, you know, be with yourself for a little bit and make you feel good, like you said. Um, I always just, like, wash my face or do a face mask, like, randomly. I don't know if that's the best thing to do. Um, but, I mean, it does make me feel good that I at least somehow put it into my week. So I really like thrive on routines. I think most people do, but not everyone prioritizes a routine. And for you, you're in like an in-between stage or in a transition of you're not in high school and you're going to college, but you're not there yet and you don't have a job. So you're kind of like a routine seems like, why would I bother? I can do whatever I want all day. (laughs) But I think once you have more of a set everyday schedule, it will feel good to kind of build a routine and you know self-care Sunday maybe isn't your thing but maybe it's like okay I'm gonna do a face mask every certain day you know yeah I mean I do have a routine like morning and night routine but not like a like you said a whole self-care day you know Mm-hmm. I started doing that like over a year ago and it it has really changed my whole week because I look forward to that Sunday and I also try very hard to not plan anything on Sundays. So that's kind of like my day to just take what I need, uh, whatever that looks like. Sometimes it is being going out and being social, but sometimes that's just recharging so that I'm ready for Monday. Of course, that looks a little different now that I'm never really leaving the house because (laughs) I'm doing online school, which I didn't expect to be doing. But um, I think it's good just to set aside time for yourself, for sure, because if you don't set it aside, you're going to realize, wow, I don't even know the last time I did that for myself. I don't know the last time I've taken a minute to just kind of think about what I want. Yeah, I mean, you can, like, tell just in, like, society that we normally don't really like take a day like normally it would just be like hours which isn't bad but I feel like we should be more aware of like ourselves and what we want to do so we can like I don't even know how to describe it but just make us almost better in a way because when you're like relaxed and doing what you love you're usually in a better mood you know that's just like a general thing but I feel like a lot of people don't take that into consideration and still keep doing like things they're forced to do which of course no one wants to like do work all the time but it is more of a forceful like task than like Robin said, how she does her face mask or anything in that manner. I saw something recently to go back to the to-do list um, where she prioritizes each thing on the list. So it'll be like one is super important, needs to be done urgent. Two would be it needs to be done this week, but maybe not today. And three is it needs to be done at some point if I have the time or energy. And I thought that was really helpful for prioritizing what we need to do versus what we want to do. Or um, Because often we can have a long to-do list, but not everything on the to-do list is critical. And sometimes for me, and I don't know if you do this too, Melly, but 
we can get caught up in like, I just want to cross as many things as I can off, but maybe you're not doing the most important thing. You're doing the easier things first. (laughs) So I think it can be really helpful to prioritize the things that you have to do. And that way, you know what your day looks like and you're prioritizing, okay, this is this, I need to do this because if I don't do it today, I'm going to be cramming to do it tomorrow or whatever. I definitely do that all the time, like no matter what it is about with my to-do list. um, I really just like to get things done, but yeah, I really should have it be like top priority is this or maybe like not even write everything down that I have to do. Like maybe like write it down in like the span of the day, like what I need to do and then maybe extra things later on that I don't necessarily have to. I've also heard that you should only give yourself three tasks per day and do because that's manageable. You can do all three tasks and that way you're only doing the important things. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. I Um, mean, I haven't done that yet. It's hard for me to narrow it down, but it would be really good to think about only what is absolute priority today instead of just writing everything out but for me it's helpful to write it all out although it's overwhelming once I look at it because then I'm like it's not in my head anymore I know that it's on the paper and I will check it off at some point (laughs) instead of thinking about it constantly yeah I feel like that is a good goal though to at least do like or have three things but not everything you know if you can have it like that Because a lot of people do like to write everything down. And so it does always look like a lot, at least when you first, like, see it. But, yeah, that's that's a good little tip that you uh, saw. The reason behind it is you're setting yourself up for success, not for failure. We already set up ourselves up for failure so often. You know, we're like, oh, I didn't do that, man. I'm, I feel awful. I didn't get that done. Or, man, I should have done more today. Or, man, I wasted a lot of time today. But when you set it up with three priorities, you're only focusing on the things you need to focus on. You're not spending your mental energy on the not necessary things. And then you're also setting yourself up for success. Like, yep, I did everything I needed to do and I feel accomplished. Well, I think that is the perfect note to end on for this little part of the episode. So we're going to take a little break. Speaking of priorities, we all need to know as we get older and in general that we can say no to things that we don't want to do or we don't feel like doing at the time. Um, I personally do not have a problem with doing this. I don't know about Robin, but I kind of like set my standards and know when I should say no to something or if I'm just not feeling it maybe. Um, but like this can go for anything in your life. It doesn't have to just be like a little thing. It could, I don't know, be like a job offer and you're not liking what they're giving or something you can say no like it's okay you just go along with your life keep living it to the fullest you know 
Um, it's not a bad thing because a lot of people make it a negative thing. And it's really not most of the time. It's just people perceive it in that way. Our sister Tori is really good at boundaries in this way and being okay with saying no. <laughs> like with Zoom, we have so many Zoom calls. Like, I mean, at least once a week, we have a family Zoom call of some sort. And Tori will just say, I won't be there or I'm not able to make it or I'm not going to be on. You know, she just one simple sentence and that's it. I have a hard time saying no, especially when it comes to people who ask you to do something or events that I feel like, oh, I should go. I, I feel like I should make an appearance, even if I don't feel like I have the energy to do it. I've gotten better because it's something I'm definitely working on. It's good to notice the things that you're not good at so then you can start working on them. And that's a way to care for yourself too. give yourself what you need because not being able to say no can be can cause resentment and it can be a problem. So and it can cause you to be giving from an empty cup. Like I said earlier, if you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for everyone, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you're never doing what you need for yourself. So I think this is hard. Um, and like with events, when people invite me to things, I'm always like, yeah, I should go. I should, I should do it. I, that kind of thing. When sometimes it's actually better to just say no, if that's what your first instinct is. I remember hearing on a podcast, um, or maybe it was a book. I always forget my references on the top of my head, but it was like, if your initial gut instinct is to say no, don't go, don't do it. You know, like your, your gut, your gut knows what you need. Yeah. I mean, of course you can like think about it for a second if it's like a big deal um, to say yes or no, but um, yeah, definitely go with your first like feeling or yeah, gut feeling because it's usually what you actually are thinking, you know? You don't want to do something that you're going to put half the energy into and not be, like, your full self if you say yes to. So just say no, you know? Just say no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it can be hard, but oftentimes people are not offended when you say no. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said, like... It doesn't have to be a negative thing. Like, think of it this way. Like, you say no if, like, you don't like a food, right? And think of that as, like, an event or something. You can say no and no one cares. Like, it's not going to hurt anyone's feelings. And if it does, sorry about it. But you can't always say yes to everything. Speaking of sorry, <laughs> that's one thing that when I'm like learning how to say no or learning to do that, they always say, don't say, sorry, I can't make it. Just say, I can't make it. Just be affirmative and be simple and to the point. And don't, you don't have to give an excuse. In fact, don't even do it. Just sorry, I can't make it. <laughs> and sometimes you can say, oh, I can't make it. I've had a lot going on. I need to rest or something like that. And people usually will understand, especially if they're, I mean, this this is kind of rough to say, but like if they're worth having in your life, they will understand. Yes. Um, 
I mean, with the whole sorry thing, I'm, like, not trying to put it into a gender perspective, but a lot of women usually say sorry or a whole, like, explanation to go along with why they can't be there a lot more than men do, at least what I've seen in my life. And I have done it too, you know. You just feel like you have to tell them why or you have to be making, like, I don't know, doing something big that, like, is in place of what you were going to do. But it it's fine. It's just we have a mindset of trying to make it, like, better sounding. We're conditioned to be polite and accommodating and nice and small, and that's why we do it. And men were not conditioned to do that. They're, they currently aren't. But it makes me think of that commercial. What was it? Um, was it Venus or Dove? One of those brands had the commercial about I'm sorry where they had a woman doing different scenarios and she said sorry when she didn't need to say it. It wasn't warranted. Mm -hmm. And um, then they have her doing it again and she doesn't say sorry. She says something else or she just doesn't say anything. And it was like, wow, that's powerful because sometimes we don't even realize we do it as much as we do. Yeah. I mean, you kind of just go with what you're always used to. Like, it kind of is a habit thing where you don't mean to always say a certain thing the same way or you don't mean to say sorry. It just comes out, right? It's just your first instinct. You're like, well, I bumped into someone. Oh, I should say sorry. But really, you'll be like, my bad. Or you don't even have to no, say that. No, not my you, bad. You just, you don't say anything. That's what I was going to say. Or you don't have me. to. Yeah, you don't have to say you know, that. Something like that. It's just, like, kind of what we are always used to and making it it more polite. So the reason we kept bringing up the word sorry was to really, like, prioritize yourself and know that you don't always have to apologize for the little things in your life. Yeah, I think that's really good. And realizing that what you need is not something to apologize for. I know that's a little bit out of context for the way we were talking about sorry, but it's so true that we, well, I guess actually no, because when we're saying no to events, they're like, sorry, I can't make it. Like, we don't need to be sorry for taking time for ourselves and giving ourselves what we need. Exactly. We don't need to be sorry for inconveniencing someone else because it's not convenient for us because we've been taught and conditioned to inconvenience ourselves for other people, but we never allow other people. We feel so bad when we inconvenience other people for ourselves. Yes. It, yeah, that's exactly how, you know, it should be um, perceived and seen like like we said it's really not a negative thing you just need to put yourself before others at times yeah so you had a quote i think robin i read something that compared humans to plants 
and it said that humans are like plants because all they need is food, water, sunlight, and a lot of care. And I think that really fits what we're trying to say here. Sometimes we think we need a ton of things, whether they're material items or a lot of events or a lot of people in our life, but really what we need is actually much simpler than what we think. So we hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, follow the Instagram, which is millennial.z.podcast, where we post on there for when new episodes are up. And also, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, Anchor, or any other platform that you have. And we will see you in the next one. <laughs>